0: Good evening, grateful, grateful, grateful that you're here tonight, and um, I hope that we will, uh, our gathering will be encouragement to all of us in the faith that will be um, more in love with God because of our brief study here tonight. We are in one text and one text only, and that's in 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3 verses 8 through 10, 1 John chapter 3 verses 8 through 10. And uh, I'll confess to you, I've had a real struggle preparing for this class because of the title. (laughs) And the title tonight is, I know some of you already asked and I sort of apologize for it, is the examples of failure. I mean, (laughs) examples of failure. At least Brian next week has examples of faith. I should have switched with him. (laughs) Examples of failure. And I struggled with that because you know, I'm an optimist, and uh, because of who I am as a child of God, and the grace of God, and the cross, and all those things, you know, I don't look at myself as a failure, but a success. But our text, I think, tonight reminds us of uh, what a, a true failure, a, a true failure will be. And uh, I think you know this already, uh, a life outside of Christ. Uh, that's, that's the failure. So I'd like for us to read 1 John chapter 3, verses 8 through 10, and uh, we're, let's dissect this and with the orifice of looking at examples of failure. And I've asked Brian, I gave him a notebook tonight, a notepad, and in a few moments, and uh, I don't know how this is gonna go, but probably for 15, 20 minutes, I'd like for us to look our, in your mind, in your heart, in your memory from Scripture of those that had failure in their life from the Bible? That's a broad question. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, so
2: many.
0: there's a lot of them, except Christ.
1: You look at, look at all the kings of Israel, Oh. oh.
0: So well, we don't have all the time, of course, to look at every example of failure, but there's, there's, a, there's a point in this, hopefully. And uh, before we read our text, um, I wanna read a quote that I found. It says, whether caused by sin, or by many things that can happen beyond our control, all failure teaches us the important truth of just how desperately we need God and his mercy and his grace in our lives. Sometimes our failures are mirrors of reproof, but always they can become tools for growth and deeper levels of trust and commitment to God if we will respond to them as such rather than rebel and become hardened through the difficulty. God is adequate for all kinds of failure. I wanna read that last part, I love that. God is adequate for all kinds of failures. 1 John 3, let's read this together. Verses eight through 10. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. And the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. I think this text is very practical, like all scripture. It's very relevant for today. And if you've been in this class or following this class, you know that we have been speaking of uh, uh, resisting Satan, resisting the devil. And not, not to uh, sort of focus all of our time on his devices, which we have and how evil he is. And I think we made, someone made a comment once that we've never thought an evil deed or sin in our life without the help and the aid of Satan. But this class is really designed for us to appreciate God more <laughs> for what he's done for us through the cross, and I think this scripture tells us that. It's not to focus on Satan, which is our enemy, which wants us to destroy us, and a and, uh, roaring lion, all those descriptive things that we've looked at these past uh, nine, ten weeks. But let, let's look at verse eight, let's dissect this, and then we'll get into our little exercise, I think I think will help us and encourage us. And my hope is tonight that, uh, that we don't look at the mistakes and that we've made in our lives, but we grow from them, learn from them. And this is the biggest point of all, to appreciate what Christ has done for us. <laughs> that, that's, that's the main point. So whoever makes the practice of sinning is the devil, and the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Does anyone read this? and think of failure, anyone, anyone?
3: Did the devil fail from the beginning? He sent from the beginning. Well, was that failure? You said, is there failure?
0: Well, I think the failure, well, I'll let you answer this. I can, <laughs> the the, the failure is what in this text? 1 John 3, 8 through 10. What, what? How would you define failure in this text here, in this scripture? sin? Is there any bigger failure (laughs) than to have a practice of sinning? Whoever makes a practice habitual of sinning is of the devil. I think it's a choice that he's encouraging the readers to make, right? It's a choice to not make sinning a practice because if you continue it's, uh, I think, uh, Romans 6, 1, if we continue to sin, you know, the grace be bound, God forbid. So I think he's saying here that if, if we make a practice of sinning, if we become dull of hearing the word of God, if we become, if we become calloused to the point that we just continue to sin, then, then you know, we're, we're no different than the devil who has been sinning from the beginning. I remember as a young boy sometimes, my grandmother said, you're just like the devil. And I thought, and as I get older and more mature, I'm thinking, now that's a bad <laughs> statement <laughs> for someone to be called, you're like the devil. So what are your thoughts and comments on that, on that first verse? I think verse eight tells us an awful lot about failure. This is a description, I think, of, of, of someone that, that makes a choice in their life and he's writing to the church. And that's a different context, isn't it? I mean, to us as God's people, to be very careful, to be very cautious, to understand that we can't just live to ourselves. And the reason Jesus came in the first place was what? In verse 8. I mean, we have, He says what? The reason the Son of God appeared was to what? To destroy the works of the devil. So we can't, we can't say we're we're in Christ, we're, we're for Christ and and live a different manner. We know that. Thoughts or comments on verse eight? Look at the context of, of living a life.
1: It seems like we have people to tell. that want to be successful at evil today. Mm-hmm. They don't consider what they do failure. favor. They consider it success. Oh, I know they don't. And it tells That's us a good about that in Romans. When it comes people working waxing worse and worse and not only uh, doing evil but rejoicing when they see other people follow their example. And Jesus, when he talked to the Pharisees, and we just studied this, said, You're off your
3: father but the death. And boy, how cutting that would be.
0: I mean, I don't know I don't know of any worse thing you could ever see to anybody. Do you? And and we know that the world has a different definition of success. We know that. It's not the same as God's definition of success. But again, this is to encourage us tonight, to strengthen our faith, to to look at this text and understand that if we make a practice of sinning, the devil has been sinning from the beginning, what Jesus has done for us (laughs) is void, isn't it? I mean, uh, it's void. So, no one can make a practice of sinning. If he keeps on sinning, he's not of God. Uh, he has no relationship with God. We could dissect. Any, any thoughts or comments? Yes, sir. It
3: goes beyond the fact that, that practicing the sin is of the devil because in verse 10 it says, Whoever does not
0: practice righteousness is not of God. God.
3: So, not only the person who practices sin, <coughs> the person who does not practice righteousness is also of
0: God. And if you don't love your brother. <laughs> In the next context, the next passage after this, we're just looking at this one, but very good point. Very, very stupid. Other comments or thoughts? on a couple of passages here. We'll come back to them in, yes, yes ma'am.
2: Just to say, practice does not mean perfection, and I think sometimes we get that confused. And so we think if we misstep, that we've fallen out of grace. And this passage to me reminds us that this is continuation, habitual, customary, doing, doing these things over and over again. And that's on both sides. So I think that helps me it, as a person who sometimes can be a checklist person, of am I in good standing, am I not in standing? It's more about our continuous
3: practice. Right.
0: Right. It should become easier for us. Do you think this is a true statement that, that as we grow in the faith that we sin less? Right? If we're, if we're growing in the faith, if we're growing more in love with God, we're in accordance with his will, we, we strive for it every single day. Does that mean we're going to be perfect? No, but this is, as Allison said so brilliant, uh, wonderfully. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's the practice of it. It's, it's the life uh, style. Uh, it's, it's our heart.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking similarly to Allison opposite respect, and that's righteousness in Romans chapter 6 it says that we used to be servants of sin we used to practice we used to be servants of sin and we practiced unrighteousness But now we practice righteousness does that mean that again we're we're always perfectly practicing righteousness and and, uh, (laughs) and, yeah, practice is something that we make an effort to try and adhere to and, and I think that the other, side of the, the other way to think of that is I think that a person, any person who's unrighteous should be fairly obvious because where they, where they tend to dwell, <laughs> uh, where you find them in their life, makes it pretty obvious that their priorities aren't to practice righteousness. That's exactly right.
0: Thank you. That's a wonderful comment. Yes, sir. Uh,
1: two things. One, again, just piggybacking on.
0: Let's pick a little louder, on it,
1: Piggybacking on the practice, so two things. Uh, when I think of practice, I think of intent. It's intentional. You have a focus, and it's consistent. It's something you're doing over and over And when I think of practice of uh, sinning, I also think of another term we might associate with that is, is living in lawlessness. Uh, so continually sinning with no regards to the law. Or righteousness. And so on the flip side of that, we say later in this verse, that we should be righteousness. So it's, again, kind of what Jim said, it's it's, where our focus is, where we're going to put that practice, that intent, that drive. And and really,
0: it's where's our heart? Where's our heart? Where's our heart? Where's our heart? heart? Uh, Prepare for this class for the past several months. Uh, and I, I, do, I want us to do this little exercise in a few moments. But before we do that and look at this just top of your mind and your heart uh, and tell me a Bible character and, and how, I mean, what define them when they sinned, when they, when they failed, if you will, in their relationship with God. But I notice in, in Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, the great chapter of faith, we call it. There is not one negative mention, not one negative mention, of any of those Bible characters. Not one.
3: But there was plenty in the Old Testament.
0: When the Hebrew writer encouraged us to be the great cloud of witnesses, I mean, they weren't defined by failure. They were defined by God.
1: Even though they all had.
0: Absolutely. All of us do. All of us do. So, what are, what are a few that you that first come to mind? I just think this is interesting. When I ask, I'm asking this question in the class. What, what comes to your mind when you think of Bible characters of failure? First thing.
3: First thing. Lots of water.
0: Lots of water. See, turn back. Jews. Pillar of salt. Who? Who? Judas. I think
2: Cain. He was actually to my list. Yeah. As was Peter, yeah. that Satan wanted to the they both, failed.
0: they both failed. Abraham lied about his wife twice. I have a whole list of I'm gonna hear from you. <laughs> what else do you think? Yes sir?
1: About the children of Israel as a whole. What's that? The children of Israel as a
0: whole. As a whole. That's cheating, but <laughs> I don't know what you said. That's true. Okay, who else? Who does she think of in the, in the, in the Bible?
3: Lot, and Lot was considered a righteous, his righteous soul was vexed
0: at everything that was going on in Sodom and Mark. Mm-hmm. But then he got out of Sodom and on, <coughs> and back to the town with his daughters. A well, lot of these are sad. I mean, they're, they're tragic because, and this is our, our listen. because they're defined by the failure, their sin. I'm not defined by my failure as a child of God. And you're not either. <laughs> Again, we're defined by the love of the grace God defines us. We'll talk about that in a minute. Who else?: oh. King Saul. King Saul? I mean, what jealousy? What does jealousy do to you? <laughs> look, at, look at the example of King Saul.
3: King, they
0: shouldn't him. have had a king in the first place, should they? He knew
3: what he was
0: God was to the king. but They want to be like everybody else, didn't they? <laughs>
3: but he, he he wanted to. He didn't want to kill all right? the Amalekites.
0: Is what happened. But he but he thought he obeyed God. Oh. But he didn't, did he? So.
3: David. Who? David.
0: Oh, David. That's usually the first go-to. Why is that? It is for me. I don't know
2: why. Because he was a man of God's own heart. And if he could be a man described as a man of God's own heart. <laughs> yeah. And, and he still. Still succeed when it comes
0: that's what it is for me. I think it is for most of us You think of David, you know, you know, great, I mean, the, the feeding Goliath and the faith that he had and the leadership qualities and but yet he, he stayed home <laughs> one day to go out the battle. And he looked over his gate and he lusted after a woman. But look at all the consequences of that. Look at, look at all the problems that it caused him. Is he defined as a failure? A man after God's own heart. You know why? Because he acknowledges it. And he repented of it. And if God isn't a God of second chances, we're in big trouble, all of us. <laughs> Here tonight. Who else? Yes.
1: Uh, the rich young ruler. The
0: rich young ruler. He loved his possessions more than, but he kept all the wall. But what? But he just couldn't let go of that. so money. Who? Solomon. Solomon. Oh, how can somebody be the wisest man, but yet the foolish? <laughs> really, right? He asked God, I mean, what a wonderful reply. God says, whatever you want. He said, I pray for wisdom that I could rightly judge your people. And God was so pleased with that. What got him in trouble? what did you say? Then he had Many have concubines. You know, for years I thought those were far, farm tractors. For years. For years as a kid. <laughs> Con- <laughs> they're not farm tractors. Uh, conc- <laughs> uh, they're, uh, but just look at the headache and the heartache and, and the most important thing of how he hurt God and himself and uh, many others along the way. Who else? Let think- me. We're well, right down Almost every
3: character in the Bible, we have a a good uh, account of their life. Almost like that. You know, more, you know, well,
0: look, all of them. There's only one, you know, Kimberly Boer. the only one I, I can think of now. Forgive me. On top of my head is uh, is Enoch. Where, where there's nowhere in Scripture, and I know he wasn't perfect,
3: right. but and Joseph, you know, there's some good examples of it yeah, that, thank
0: that's a good point.
3: But most of them do.
0: How about Noah? How about Noah? 120 years? Never rained before? Every day? Was he perfect? What did he do when he got off the ark? I mean, <laughs> he got drunk. And, so. and this is not the, I don't want to pivot on all these negative. I just want you to, I want us all as God's people. And I do this. Personally, my, from my studies, I look at these characters, and, I, and, and again, it doesn't define them. But they've, they've, most of most of them learn from these mistakes. Jonah. Jonah? He went the wrong way. I'm, and uh, is there anybody in Scripture besides Jonah that was angry that God's people repented? I don't know any others. <laughs> Except, think about it, except Jonah. But he had
3: to spend three nights in the belly of a fish to change his mind. He was worried about the sunburn
0: on his head. He (laughs) was, more than the souls of people. I think that's the book of Jonah. Who else? Moses. Moses, oh, that's what I had down here too. Great leader, humility. Well, what did he do? What was his mistake in life? How did we learn from him? <laughs> he didn't trust God totally, did he? He got frustrated with God's people. He
3: wanted to become a leader before the
0: <laughs> Oh, that's a deep point. That's a very good point. Who else? I have. I have about how many we got so far? 12, thirteen. Oh, that ain't him the garment. <laughs>
3: it's was for who?
0: He loved this present world, Paul says, more than God. That's a failure. That's a failure. I don't know if you ever turned around. I mean, we hope. You know, I, I watch, um, you know, I study as you do uh, daily and, and some of these characters, I wish we knew. <laughs> I wish we knew Nicodemus,
1: you
0: said Simon, the sorcerer. Simon, the sorcerer? I think of Nicodemus. That's been my heart this past few weeks. and I'd love to watch The Chosen if you... I, a, if you haven't seen it, you need to see The Chosen. I mean, it brings it more to life. But Nicodemus, did he ever... Was he ever a disciple of Christ? Did he ever... He helped by the tomb, did he not? But Jesus, I mean... There's some things we just don't know. Who else?
3: Most everyone... Most seven churches, right? <laughs> uh-huh. the
0: churches yes how about elijah great prophet of god what what did he do that we can learn from elijah okay. elijah got depressed didn't he set in a cave ananias okay they lied <laughs> you know so they gave everything to the poor they kept it I mean, my point is, we go on and on. Let's do a few more.
3: Peter Peter denied Christ. That was a big one.
0: But he preached such a great lesson in the next two about the death and burial and resurrection of Christ, the first gospel sermon ever preached. So how can someone that denied Christ, you know what, 60 maybe days before, (laughs) become such a lover of God? Exactly, yes. We talked
1: about Moses. I think of Aaron making the golden calf for the children of Israel while Moses was on the mountain. And then his sons made out of the
3: body while they were playing fire. He uh, Um, he you have
0: done that. Oh. Wasn't she eaten by dogs? Wasn't she? The church run over? Look at the consequences. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, all these, you know, all these things we've learned, many of us from our youth, as long as we could remember. But I, I, again, I, I look at them to learn from them. Examples of failure. I don't like that title. Learn from their mistakes. I, I, there's, there's four things that, and I want you to comment on these Say, I'm gonna ask you first, I guess. When a faithful follower disciple of Christ fails I have four things I think we should do what what do you think they are what do, we, what do we do when we fail what do we see from other examples of scripture when we make mistakes when we fall when we fall short when we're not what God wants us to be when we go against God when we sin what are, what, are, what are we supposed to do as God's people that's right. I have to acknowledge failures, refuse to hide behind them, and any lame duck excuses. That's my lame <laughs> Did you hear that? Acknowledge your failure, refuse to hide behind it, and any duck lame excuses. I think there's two things we do with sin. We repent of it, or we justify it. Is there really anything else? <laughs> Is there? I don't think so. What else we do? We acknowledge it. You can't solve a problem unless you realize you've got a problem. And we're all broken. We all fall short. That's why we appreciate more the cross, don't we? <laughs> what God has done for us. What else we do, we acknowledge it. What's the second thing we do? Confess it, confess it. yes ma'am, confess any sin to God when sin is involved, involved in our failure. We, we confess it, we acknowledge it. I had a third one here to study and examine what happened so we can learn from our failure. <laughs> let it be a learning experience that's why we have I think all these characters in the Bible that I mean from Adam on down uh, to, to learn from them to look at their lives and, and and to learn and don't make the same I mean this just look at David all the the heartache and the uh, The misery that he caused, not just himself, but also for Bathsheba and his children. (laughs) But if you read Psalm 51, there's a man after God's own heart. Lord, forgive me for what I have done. I have sinned. It wasn't the church, it's me. It wasn't Bathsheba's fault, it's me. It wasn't her husband's fault, it's me, God. Forgive me. I think God can work with that with that type of heart. <laughs> but he can't work with a heart this hard or in our text today. Yes?
3: Aiken thought he could hide I guess that's another action.
0: Hide the spoils of the, what was yeah. it the battle AI? He thought
3: he could
0: hide he, hi- he hid it with his tent, but what was the consequences? That always bothered me. That's, that's a good, that's, that's always bothered me. What was these consequences, Do You remember? What's that? His whole family. family. Does God expect obedience? He sure does. You know, another one that's always bothered me, this is my confession, (laughs) is Uzzah. Don't touch the ark, God says, right? And the oxen, I don't remember the exact text, maybe help me here, the, the, the ark was gonna fall right off of the cart. And what does it do? I have always
1: thought that was probably as much of a reflex action as anything else that when he reached out. But what happened to
0: him? <laughs> 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 Example of failure? I don't, I don't know. I just don't God means what he says. I know that much.
3: You know, the thing about it is how to get on the car. Probably touch somebody was touching their but God made an example out of them because they were doing
0: it wrong. You got me all confused now, but you're right. I never thought of that. Somebody
3: had to
1: touch
2: it. They weren't trying on find
1: where
0: they were. It it was on a pole. We have it back here. Not the actual Ark. (laughs) Covered it. But we have an example. It's the poles, right? I mean,
2: they weren't supposed
0: to put it on the Ark on the car. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. So you said it's a disobedience. It's, it's, but the rules are for our purpose, for our benefit. It's, It's to help us. To maintain that God knows what's best for us uh, so we we acknowledge it we confess it we study and examine what it happened so we can learn and I think this fourth one is so important that we forget sometimes as God's people we need to put it behind us and move ahead and I got first John 1 9 Philippians three thirteen. how miserable would the Apostle Paul be if he continually dwelled upon the mistakes that he made in his life? That's not the type of life that Christ came to this earth, left heaven to die on a cross that we live. But live an abundant life. But it kept him humble. Sure it did. I bet it kept David humble too. I bet it did. And, and appreciating more of what God has done for him and how he hurt God. He learned from it. Paul learned from it and he didn't dwell, what, what's he say? This one thing I do, I forget those things are behind and I press what? Forward, not behind, forward, look forward. How many people do I know personally that's, that's stuck in the past and their mistakes and they get depressed and down and uh, look forward. We learn, we grow.
3: I think it's- With God, that helps us understand and accept his
0: grace and be able to put it on. Right, right. I don't think it comes natural, do you? I think it's something that we have to work toward, and Alice has said, we, we can't continue to, to beat ourselves up. Um, we've all been through bad seasons if we're totally honest. We've all been through difficult times. There's times that we haven't been close to God. There's times we've been rebellious against God and we know better. <laughs> and we know the examples that we have in God's word of, of the consequences of that. We know better, but, but we sin anyway. And, and we pay the price and there's consequences. But the biggest price of all, and I think in our text tonight, is that's, that's the example of failure, one that's, that follows Satan, <laughs> a choice. A decision that one makes. And it's the majority of our world today. I think Jesus said, few there be, <laughs> that enter therein. Not the majority, it's a few. Like in the days of Noah. So, uh, comments or questions on what else we should do when we do fail? and make mistakes. I think those things are, I want to say it again, acknowledge it, confess it, pray. I'll put, that's definitely, uh, ask God for for grace. Uh, Psalm 51 is the perfect, (laughs) it's my go-to, Psalms 51. If you ever read it lately, read it. It will humble you. It will explain why David's a man after God's own heart. Acknowledge it, confess, pray, study, examine what happened and learn from it and put it behind you and move forward. I think those, those are very, very important points that we need to, to share with people. Move yes?
3: Forward, move forward in this verse. Practice righteousness. That's, what that's what it
0: said. That's what it's the opposite, opposite. We're children of God, not children of Satan. I mean, can you imagine being described as a, as a, a child of Satan? I mean, <laughs> you know, okay, okay, I don't know anything. Well, when, when Jesus looked into the into the hearts of the Pharisees and and called them, they're full of dead men bones. I mean, I mean, I I, I don't know anything worse than living a life outside of Christ. We just need to remind ourselves of how good we have it. Can I say that? <laughs> How great we have it as God's people. And um, I just think we need to understand um, these lessons that are, are very, very important. Uh, verse 10, I'd like to, I want us to close real quick at verse 10. Our time is already gone. In verse 10, it says, By this it is evident who are the children of God and who the children of the devil are. <laughs> the children of the devil are is, how do you fill the blank in for me? The children of the devil are what? Fill it in the blank for me, class. Those that what? Those that practice Those that what? Pra- oh, practice in righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> fill in the blank, fill in the blank. And the children of God, are the people that learn from their mistakes and accept God's grace and his love. I mean, um, we had a, uh, we weren't able to attend an HOA meeting last night and uh, you should have you sort of heard on Facebook all the complaints, <laughs> all the complaints, all the negativity. But you know, some of the rules and some HOAs can be extreme. If you live in one, I'm sorry. But but the rules have a purpose. You know, our speed signs have a purpose. Our laws, even though we don't agree with a lot of them in this country, but there's usually a good purpose (laughs) right behind them. You know, you can't. This shoot somebody. You can't, or, I mean, go through the list here. And so we just, I think tonight, I know this is a very simplistic lesson, but I think we just need to be reminded that the word of God has, a, the laws that God has given us are not to punish us, <laughs> but to save us. That's a different attitude. When I was raised in the church, I've heard many times about why we can't do something but nobody ever told me why, why, (laughs) why? As I get older, hopefully grow in the faith, I understand why and I'm appreciative for all that God has done and continues to do. Comments or questions or any other character that uh, I know we just touched the hem of the garment here tonight. Any other comments or, or thoughts or questions? Brian, you're so lucky that talking next week about the examples of faith. And we can learn from that too. (laughs) The people that went on before us.
1: It doesn't look like we have eight more minutes, but uh, the only, the thing that keeps running through my mind is uh, a speech I heard someone give a while back talking about failing or failing forward. So comparing, as you listed four things along, it's not talking about the two on (laughs) them. But I think of when there's failure, there's, there's two things, you're either gonna fail and stay down. Where you can fail forward. I like as, that. As we try to do and, and learn from it and, and try
0: not to do it again. Try to learn from your mistakes. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, on my notes, I put God did his best work through imperfect and broken people. That's me. That's you. Yes, sir.
3: I strongly condemn Pharisees. And we don't know anything particularly bad about them except their heart. So I wonder who, who are the Pharisees today? And I, I hesitate to say in fact I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> I think we have a group of people today in the world who attend church just like the Pharisees did. And I would call them
0: Be careful not (laughs)
3: kidding. I I, I believe that they are in the broader, broader world of the evangelicals. I'd like to talk to somebody about that someday because I think uh, the evangelicals as a broad group are much like the Pharisees.
0: Well, I'm grateful that God knows our hearts.
3: Right.
0: I'm grateful. And he knew the Pharisees' hearts. He knew, uh, he knew all the, every Bible character, from Genesis to Revelation, hearts. And, uh, and I
3: don't
0: accuse anyone here. No, 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 definitely not. In I, this, think, in that
3: sense, <laughs> I want to make
0: that clear. At, at, at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, God wants us to be with Him for eternity. He's our Father.
2: He loves us. So, so I was thinking about what Jerry said. Thomas has failed.
3: How many? Train a, old,
2: a thousand times. Right? Yeah. That's Forty-three of them. Okay. Figured it out. Walt Disney. Walt Disney was fired from a job, yeah. and his boss told me lack of imagination.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? Walt Disney was fired, lack, lack, lack of imagination.
2: What's the truth? Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball.
0: Amazing case. to me. <laughs> Shocking to me. So there's <laughs> a I, I know. Bible people who've had failures
2: <laughs> but they've overcome those failures to become something great. Mm-hmm. The difference is that in, in when we sin, we overcome those shortcomings, those failures because God forgives us and then and, and equips us. And guides us um, to be what he wants us to be his keeper. Um, the measure of success is quite different in the kingdom of God, oh. God than it is in the world, but still. I'm grateful for that. People oh. who fail failed right. in the Bible, these examples we talked about, many of them became enormous influences right. for the cause of Christ.
0: God did his best work through imperfect and broken people. I mean, would you have chose the 12 that Jesus chose? Honestly. <laughs> Number one, when he cho- chose the Matthew, the tax collector, he knew. I mean, <laughs> how they were viewed. I mean, a fisherman? I mean, look at the 12. And how, of course, they're not perfect.
3: They weren't politicians.
0: They weren't politicians. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, you made me say it. It's all your fault. (laughs) I didn't mean, it's i I'm grateful that God defines success differently than the world. It's not money or power, prestige, you know. I know uh, growing up, my mother thought Elvis Presley was just, you know, the, the king of rock and roll, just love with him, but then he died at what, 42? You know, the drugs and the alcohol, I mean, And JFK, you know, I'm a great, I love history. You know, studying JFK, the president's life and and success and money and power and, I mean, all these things. But the question I've always wondered and I ask myself often, where did he stand with God at the end of the day? Did it really matter he was the president of the United States? No, no.
2: generally become successful with the help of a lot of other influences. Any of us in here would say we are only we'll as whatever word you want to use, faithful, um, useful, in kingdom, and as other people have helped me for us become I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for number one. I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for other Christians mm-hmm. who lose who, my life. And so what is our role <coughs> people who want to practice righteousness to help them continue to practice right. righteousness even when they may all sure that we certainly do. you are going to carry it forward
0: <laughs> for other people in their lives. That's why we're here. And this it's a short time. And if you don't love. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Thank
3: you for being here. Thank you for your comments. I hope that you've been encouraging the faith tonight. Thank you, guys.